Hello and welcome back to another episode of Where Is Hillman Anyway, where we talk about your favorite and not so favorite Black sitcoms. As always, I'm here, I'm Jamie, with my co-host Robert. Hey guys, what's going on? And then today we have a special guest, Ellis Williams. Ellis, welcome to the show. Yo, thanks for having me. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? I well, I am a musician, artist, performing artist. Uh, um, sometimes I guess I don't know all the time, and I performed all over. Uh, you know, theme parks, carnival cruise, did some did some tours with other bands and whatnot. And um, and I do my own um, podcast, and and I just love I love black sitcoms like. There might have been there's just one, there's just one that I was probably raised on, and, and I'm excited to talk about that today. So okay, all right, so good. Well, oh, and also let's say let's also say because we said before that me and Robert know each other from Norfolk State. We also know Ellis from Norfolk State and Spartan Legion. Yo. Yo. <laughs> yep. Okay, so what would you guys think of a sitcom about a working class family with three kids? And let's add in a sister-in-law with a baby and in the mother-in-law and all these people live under one roof. And I think they only had one bathroom. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. I've only seen one bathroom. But would that be funny? Would it be I, I just want to see them try to use a bathroom like in the morning. <laughs> That's a show, right? That's an episode right there. Like, is that enough to run for nine seasons? Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> so that was the original premise for Family Matters, the show that we're going to talk about today. And I think it really would have faded into the background if it wasn't for this one thing that happened halfway through the first season. Mm. And the introduction. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't for that kid, <laughs> it would be so... <laughs> there would be no family matters today. Oh, absolutely not. We would not be talking about this show. <laughs> As we so, called it in my home, Steve Urkel. <laughs> yeah, Steve Urkel. Get your call. This was Ellis's pick for our show this week. So tell us why family matters. Okay. So um, growing up, I just, I only watched cartoons. I just watched cartoons. Then when I came home from school, it would be like, you know, the only real life, like reality show or live action I would watch would be Reading Rainbow and probably Family Matters because they would show like reruns all day on like TBS or something. And um, and yes, I was all about Steve Urkel. Like, you know, can I do that? And, <laughs> and all those episodes, you know, like, like and, and the intro, like the intro, was so epic to me, you know? And I didn't even, yeah. <laughs> the intro was so epic, Rob, yes. Love that theme song, man. Don't make me start singing it now. I also love um, that they had the, the trope of, uh, you know, look at the camera and smile, and then we're all getting introduced. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. All right, please, please stop what I'm doing. <laughs> wow, for the camera. 
the one time they break the fourth wall. Like, oh, you caught me while I was gardening. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you, oh, you caught me doing some illegal stuff. Just. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, I'm robbing a guy. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Fun stuff. So, Robert, what about you? Well, I always love Family Matters. Um, like Elsa saying, it's one of those shows that was coming on that I used to watch with great regularity. Um, and also, at some point, I loved how ridiculously absurd the show eventually got. It was, oh, so many things. Wait till we talk about it. We'll get there. We'll get there. But <laughs> um, those are actually some of my favorite episodes because they're so memorable because they're so ridiculous. It's like, what do you mean Steve built a teleportation machine? What? What's going on? So remind me. Um, so this show started back in... Uh, 89? 1989. How old were you? I was one. <laughs> oh, okay. So you didn't actually watch it in real time, or did you? Like no, was- not until later. I was, I, I was basically in syndication. But, I, I mean, later on, I got to watch it in real time because it was still on for many years after that. And so then when it was its most absurd, you were like eight, nine years old. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. Whereas there were, uh there were plenty of reruns to watch of the old stuff too. So I've seen, I remember seeing Eddie get jumped by the gang. So yeah. (laughs) All back. You're bringing them all back. (laughs) So when I was, uh, I was actually watching it in real time. And so when it came out, I was 13, which is the same age. Of course you were. (laughs) (laughs) I was the same age as Laura. And so I feel like I kind of grew up with her. And for the past two days, me going back through and watching episodes from every season, I realized that I did my hair the exact same as her. <laughs> you know what? I've seen some. I've seen some. Some of your old pictures you posted, and it all connect, it's all connected now. Yep. I really do have a picture. Like, there's a picture of me and my roommate that we took at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a picture, Jeez. like where one is seated, and I was standing up behind her with my hands <laughs> on <my> shoulders. <laughs> I remember that pose. I remember that pose. Everybody has that pose in a day. Yeah, but did you do it with your roommate? Like, <laughs> like not your, not your mama, not your, not your sister. I don't know why we did this. I don't know why. You guys were lame. I think that's what I'm going to go with. But um, I have my hair in the, like, an exact same style as Laura Winslow in about that same year, like 96, 97. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. funny. I was doing my hair the exact same way. When she had the shortcut, I had a shortcut. Like, I was going to ask. <laughs> I didn't have my hair cut short all the way off. So, yeah, we, we kind of grew up together. But, and I'm sure she probably felt the same way towards the end. I wasn't watching it in real time. Because by then, I was 20, then 21. And it's like, okay, this is for kids now. I'm not watching this show anymore. Yeah, and the show had completely jumped the shark at this point. Yeah. <laughs> or or and land in space. Because of that, that's that was the 
that was what I was left with as my memory of Family Matters was that it was an absurd show. It got crazy. And so I was really planning to come here today and talk bad about your favorite show, Ellis. <laughs> I was wondering how you were going to phrase it. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I oh, well, I'm here to defend. <laughs> but... When I went back these two days, I said, let me go watch it. It's on Hulu if anyone hasn't seen it, but it's also on TV One every day and a whole bunch of other show uh, syndication places every day on cable, but it's on Hulu. And so I watched something from every season, a couple of episodes in certain seasons, and it's not bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. That was just 20-year-old me being like, I don't like this show no more because I was 20, you know. So yeah, it's really not bad. Um, it was a you get crazy. Dance, you can't beat that. Urkel dance. Yes, do the Urkel. I don't remember how it went, but I think it was just like it kind of like the Pee Wee Herman in a way. I can't, I can't even remember. But the sad about the Urkel dance thing is, I think <laughs> didn't they do it at Rachel's place? No, it was on the rooftop of. Some building. Who? Where? Where were they? <laughs> yeah, they were all on a random rooftop. But like, where? None of them lived in an apartment. They all lived in the same house. <laughs> so, all right, let's get into our favorite episode. But first, I want to talk about the show itself. So let's give some background. It started in September 1989 and ran until May of 1997 and then it actually appeared on cbs for another year oh yeah yeah that that's the last season it was on yeah, cbs yeah i do not remember that being on also CBS. that's when i stopped watching really stopped side watching. note Stop. anytime someone says 1989 i have to contain myself to keep me from dancing I like Rosie Perez, so I just needed everybody to know that for a second. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. So, um, Family Matters started off as a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Mm -hmm. um, Harriet was the elevator operator at the Chicago Tribune, where um, I forgot the guy's name from Perfect Strangers. One of them. I didn't watch oh, Perfect Strangers, though. So. Oh, it's also on Hulu, so you can go back and watch it now. Um, it's really not good. I loved it when I was young, but it's not good. Um, the guy worked there, and so she was the elevator operator, and she got her own show. And it was really supposed to be centered around her and her family, and then her sister living there, and then the mom living there. So the inter intergenerational issues that they would have yeah. But, also, I'm oh, mm -hmm. sorry. No, go ahead. I was I was just gonna say this this morning. I read something interesting um, that she got fired from her job as the elevator operator. But it turns out she had actually also went to the police academy, and she got rehired there as the security chief. So it's like, why wasn't she doing that already? She was. Oh. That was the second. Um, that was the second <laughs> episode. In the second episode, she got fired from her job. <laughs> Wow, Jesus. they went heavy. And you know why? No, they did it lightly because it's 1989. She's an elevator operator. Yeah, why, why, why would you need that? A self -service op they finally got a self-service elevator. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
took him long enough. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy said, yeah, we should have did it a long time ago. Whoops. <laughs> 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 so, but it's like, yeah, y'all did this uh, based off her job, and then y'all took her job right yeah. then. And then there's like three or four more episodes throughout the years where she loses a job. Yo, that's true. I think she got fired from a department store or something. No, she started at a department store because she got fired from the uh, from the paper place. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. I just remember her being in a big meeting and telling off her boss, and I think she quit that job. And there was a lot of uh, a lot of arguing with Carl and Harriet. They were just always mad, but she just sounds mad every time she talks. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Yeah, it did. It did. It did. That's just her voice. She just sounds. <laughs> you see her now. Oh, that is enough. <laughs> call, call. I'm like, wow. Right. Wow. But, um, so, halfway through the first season, that's when they introduced Steve Urkel. <laughs> and he was originally just supposed to be a one time character, but because of the audience reaction, they wrote him in more. And more. And more. And more. <laughs> and more. Well, it wasn't family matters. It was Urkel matters. And there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's true. Yeah, I think everybody was trying to wear, like, overalls and tight pants around that time. And I had, I had friends. Were they? School. I had friends. Okay, well, I might have been in elementary school. You had friends. So. Okay, yeah. So how, how old were you in 89? I was three. Okay. Three. And I probably didn't start watching until, I mean, I might have been another two years before I started watching. It was all like the rerun. So I wasn't watching like, you know, TGIF. Oh, gotcha. Because I don't think, I don't even think I was like able to stay up that late or I couldn't stay up that late. Right, right. Right. I was just watching all the old episodes and that's what made me fall in love. So then when I started watching the new one, I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what, did Harriet, what did Harriet get lighter? <laughs> let me tell you how i ran into that since you brought it up so i like i said i was working through all of these seasons and i was like okay it's the last season let me go to the beginning so i went to the ninth season episode one and i'm sitting there watching it and watch, and then carl's like harriet and it turns i'm like whoop who the heck oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like yep. who is this <laughs> I totally forgot that they had Aunt Vived her. Yeah, yep. definitely did. <laughs> it's to say that's when they, that's when they literally, well, not literally, but that's when they actually jumped the shark. I think when they. No, it was far beyond. It was way before that. Yeah, for me, <laughs> for me, I was just like, all right, now you just like Harriet. Come on, come on. Because <laughs> my thing is this: you came onto this show. I'm Harriet, and or. I'm sorry. Let's get to the cast. Um, <laughs> but I'm her, and I go to um, you. Get, I get a show, and you tell me it's my show, and it's based on me. And then here comes this kid, and next thing you know, the show's all about him. Well, that kid was really good, though. <laughs> yes, and that's the thing, too. Like, it, I, I also watched that first episode that he was introduced on, and you just can't stop watching him. He yeah. was really, really good. Like, he put everything into that character. He was really good. 
And I think if he had stayed like he, because that he was not doing the, did I do that? Like that. He was just like, did I do that? <laughs> he hadn't hit upon that thing yet. If he had stayed yeah. there, he would have been okay. Mm-hmm. And why couldn't he just grow up like he would grow up? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. He didn't like, have to do the voice. It's like they got him, made him stuck into that little window where he had to still be 13-year-old Jaleel White playing Steve Urkel. When right. everybody's getting older, his voice can drop too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it did a little bit. <laughs> He'll be nerdy and drop some. Yeah, but so, I think, I'm sorry. Um, no, yeah, go ahead. I think, I think the genius in all of that was when they introduced the uh, Stefan character, then it's just like, oh my goodness. It, it all, you know, it's like, I, I honestly, almost, it took me a while to realize, like, that's the same person? That's not like, <laughs> what? You, what? He just started acting like himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know that had to be a concession for Jaleel White, because he was probably yeah. like, look, guys, I am sick of doing this character. Can I please play myself? <laughs> yeah. So let's go over these cast of characters. So we have Carl Otis. Did y'all know his middle name was Otis? No, I didn't. That's perfect. That's a perfect. <laughs> he looks like an Otis. <laughs> he does give me Otis vibes. Yeah. That's Reginald Vell Johnson. Wow. Um, I don't really know anything about him before this or after. So yeah. Die Hard? Yeah, I was about to say Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. He was a cop again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, Jamie? Well, that would have been during this, right? It might have been before. Die Hard was... What year was Die Hard? It might have been like 87. It might have been 89. Yeah. Okay. It could have been. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure... I, I, it was either before or at the same time. All right. So, yeah. uh, Joe Marie Payton. That's Harriet Winslow. Number mm-hmm. one. Oh, Number one. We're not even going to say the other lady's name. It's not your fault, other lady. I <laughs> don't want to say your name. It's okay. Um, Darius McCrary is Eddie Winslow. Baby, 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 baby. <laughs> please, baby, baby, please, baby, please. He was always singing that. He just kept singing that over and over. Oh, my God. Here's what I didn't understand about Eddie. Oh, no, 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 no. Not Eddie. Darius McCrary. <laughs> on the show for nine years. Why didn't that? Why didn't you get better as an actor? <laughs> Actually, I think I recently saw he's in some biopic. I think Dave he was brown. Yeah. <laughs> With a wig. Oh my god! Oh. Look like Zach Randall. Oh, <laughs> he knows. He knows. He knows. <laughs> so then we've got oh Kelly Shanine. Williams and fun fact Darius McCrary and Kelly Shanine Williams are the same age. Never would have guessed. Never would have guessed. She's actually like a month older than him. Yeah. He was like six eight when he was thirteen. So (laughs) (laughs) and then Jamie Foxworth was I thought it was Foxworthy. I thought it was too. I'm pretty sure it is. That's probably just a typo. I don't know, cause I'm thinking of that, cause I know there's a comedian. Oh, uh, maybe that's what I'm doing. That's what I yeah. did. Yeah, that's probably uh, that's okay. Winslow. Uh, but she was not in the pilot episode. 
there was a different Judy in the pilot episode. And then we totally all know after season four, there was no Judy. They just stopped yeah. acting like she existed. She just went upstairs. Where is Judy? Where'd she go? I know where she went. Ellis? Yeah, she did end up going down a different path. She was still on. She was still. She was still a thespian. Entertainment business. Oh, don't despair, sex workers, guys. Google her. Y'all find the info. You Google her. Jane, spelled like mine, but with an extra e. Mm-hmm. Yeah, extra. But either way, yeah, it was hilarious for me to watch the pilot. And they showed Judy, and I was like, "Who? What?" <laughs> hey. Oh, Rachel got a daughter, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because she looks more like Rachel than she looks like she did not fit in with the family. Judy looks, yeah. Good. Jamie yeah. Foxworth, she fit better. So then there was yeah. Rosetta Len- Lenoir, Lenoir, mm-hmm. Lenoir. Still, that's the mother <laughs> Winslow, who yeah. was. She was like supposed to be the hip grandma. Yeah. Yeah. But she was a hip grandma that really still wasn't hip. <laughs> yeah. She tried though. She tried. Yeah, bless her heart. And that's a lot of the ways that you could tell that this was the writers were were mostly white. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. some of the stuff that she said to try to be hip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that uh, Eddie said babes a lot. Yo, what was with that? I don't know. The <laughs> That's it. That's it. You're right. <laughs> Most of the time, they did have some black writers come in and do a couple episodes here and there. Literally, a couple episodes. That reminds me. I was when I was watching the credits for one episode today. It said story by Jaleel White. So apparently, he was writing episodes at some point. Oh, that's a show. Just give <laughs> that makes so much sense, though, when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, oh, there was also the baby Richie in the first season. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the big Richie, <laughs> like seven-year-old yeah. Richie shows up in season two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They Nikki uh, Banks deck it. That <laughs> ends up, uh, he, his name is Brighton McClure. And he is on uh, a soap opera, The Young and the Restless. Of course he is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Young and the Restless. Glad he's still working. So Hopkins played his mom. Mm -hmm. Now she's a legend. (laughs) Yes, because we, well, I can't say we all know, but she (laughs) was a member of the 1970s pop group called Tony Orlando and Dawn. Ho, ho. Okay, dancing <laughs> shows in the seventies, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, she was on." And then she was also on "Give Me a Break." Mm-hmm. Do remember that? She was on um, "Half and Half" after this. Oh yeah, forgot about that show. Mm-hmm. And then the one with Essence Atkins and Yep, and uh, Rachel True. Yeah, yeah. And then now she's on um, "Family Reunion" on Netflix. Mm. Yeah. Oh, um, I also saw her in um, Dead to Me. Just a random. Oh, really? Yeah, just a random char- character. And, and the funny thing is, like, she's acting like Rachel. 
<laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you're, just, you're just the same, the same character. <laughs> okay. But. Yeah, I, I didn't. Okay, I haven't seen her yet. Okay, then we have. Julie. It was always randomly bursting in the song too. Yes. <laughs> sing. Yeah, like you know what she. Yeah, she could sing though. That was the thing. But, you know, let let's just put her just put in the episode. Like just have Rachel. <laughs> can't think of anything. Have Rachel sing. And then uh, Jaleel White, of course, is Steve. The star of the show. Um, I wonder. <laughs> let me look at his thing. I want to see if he. What did he do before Family Matters? He would have been pretty young. Well, but I guess child actors do get started out pretty young. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in a couple commercials or something. Yeah, like Jackson video. Oh, he did the Jeffersons. <laughs> I don't remember that episode. Mr. Belvedere. Wow. And then he did Family Matters in '89 to '98, and then he did uh, Full House while he was on there. Yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah. Epic for me, at least. Oh, he went to see his cousin in San Francisco for whatever reason. Oh, <laughs> in 2005, he was on an episode of Half and Half. Okay. 2007, he was on an episode of The Game. Mm-hmm. Um, then he was just, yeah, he's just been doing um, guest spots. Didn't he, in there. didn't he have another sitcom at some point when he was older? How come this isn't showing that? There, he did a show. Wait, no, that's not Julia White. I'm thinking of somebody else. Who? I don't think it lasted very long, though. Probably. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> him and not think Steve Urkel. You know? That was his issue. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is the issue. Um, yeah, I don't see. I can't see anything. I'll have to find it. He's done a bunch of other stuff. Uh, he did episodes of Fresh Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat. He did episodes of Raven Raven's Home, and now he's on the Big Show show. On yeah, um, I saw him in a preview for that. Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, that almost. Was cute. You can watch it in one day. I watched it. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. Oh, he was also the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. I forgot about that. Yes, Sonic the Hedgehog also. Wait, which <laughs> which which episode? I mean, like which which series? Uh, a bunch of them. Well, like. Yeah. I can't remember exactly which one it was. Sonic, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog in 93. Wow, like that's the one that I watched. <laughs> yeah, that was him. Jaleel White, Shaping My Childhood. <laughs> um, Sean Harrison is Waldo Geraldo Faldo. Cool. Nice. Cool. <laughs> And, hey, how they have him, but they don't have um, um, what's her face's best friend, Maxine. Oh, yeah, I miss Maxine, oh, and they, they were, were dating. Yeah, <laughs> and Maxine is Cherie Johnson, and she was on Punky Brewster, and she was my favorite from that show, so that's why I always remember her name, Cherie Johnson. Of course, you watch Punky Brewster. Yes, that was my age. She was the same age as me. <laughs> and then yeah, TVs um, back then. <laughs> <laughs> Myra Monkhouse was Michelle Thomas. RP. RP. Yes. And um and then 3J. <laughs> Orlando. Orlando Brown, boy. Yes. Woo! <laughs> 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 I'll Google him if you don't know who Orlando Brown is. Just Google him, cause. Hey man, 
Being a child actor can do a lot to your life. Somebody help that boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, any memorable episodes? Oh, there's plenty. (laughs) for example, the episode where Stefan first appears. Okay. That was, that was pretty exciting. Um, okay, so I remember Steve was uh, working. They were, working, they were all working at Mighty Weenie, except Laura, apparently. She was a cheerleader. And um, Steve gets pantsed by this guy who was flirting with Laura, and he trips up and he spills all these milkshakes on Laura. And first off, it's not his fault because he was clearly tripping over his pants because a guy pulled down his pants in a restaurant and Laura gets so mad at him and she's like, you, can't you just change yourself? So he locks himself in, in his basement and he makes an elixir that turns him into a cool version of himself. Right. And That's how we got Carl, step on. Carl was all in a good mood. I just watched this one. Carl was all in a good mood because he hadn't seen Steve in like a week. Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as he sees him, he just freaks out. <laughs> My thing is, though, Laura was so mean. Laura Winslow is trash. Yeah. I will die on that hill. Yeah. <laughs> Myra, give me Myra. <laughs> yes. My memorable is when I first saw Myra. She showed up, she was like, hey, Steve. And everybody was supposed to be like, I'm just, I was a little kid, like, I like her. Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I mean, see, see, the, like, when you look at these shows, you realize that they don't, they don't age well, you know, and, yeah. and they're just like, oh, everybody just looks down at the nerd or the kid that's different. And, you know, and, and it's like, you're just showing that you have to be a certain, you know, certain type of person to be with the girl that you want or whatever. And then, then you actually get a girl that likes you and then you're doing the same thing to her. Well, exactly. in the beginning, it's just like, when I was a kid, I didn't think anything of it. I look back now and I'm like, man, this thing taught me some horrible lessons. <laughs> I wonder I was friend zoned in so many times. No, it's terrible. <laughs> Steve was horrible from the beginning with his hitting on Laura incessantly. It was yeah. ridiculous. And then let me, okay, something I thought about last night as I was watching this. Her dad never said nothing. <laughs> he definitely didn't. No. <laughs> that kid would have got shot today. <laughs> he for the stuff that Steve was doing to him. <laughs> but he never said a word about none of the stuff that Steve said about Laura. Ever. He was actively harassing his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Sneaking into her room, knocking on windows. And- yeah, it was harmless then, but now you look at it, it's like, whew, whew, yeah. Steve should have got me too. He's still my watch Oh, man. One thing that they did do well, um, like I was saying, um, they ran from 89 to 97. And in that time, you guys both were really young, so you might not really have noticed, but the culture shit, I mean, it's shifted a lot. Mm-hmm. during that time because you start off in 89 i'll do it musically 89 yeah. you're listening to and they even sung it in like the first season 
every little step, Bobby Brown. You're like, every little step I take. First off, if anybody doesn't know that song, then feel free to never talk to me. Never right. speak to me. <laughs> so by the time you end in 97, 97 is Biggie. Yeah. Yeah. In the episode I watched today, uh, they went to a Missy Elliott concert. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What what they were able to do is they, I mean, they were still able to keep up with the times instead of trying to stay um, old like they were. They they really allowed themselves to grow up and change along with the times, and they really stayed timely with what was going on then. And then by adding the absurdity, you're really getting the kids. Yeah. To watch and stay watching. And if you can get kids to reach on to something and love it, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they still had their moments. Um, they had those episodes where they, they tackled tough issues. You know, like uh like when Eddie was pulled over by the by the police officers. I was watching I was watching yeah. that the other day and when Carl, you know, called him out and I'm just like, We need to show this. <laughs> like just keep going. <laughs> And here's the thing that I was thinking about as I was watching these, because a lot of their episodes, because I wanted to say something about, like, a lot of their episodes could be any family. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really say much about being Black, except for every now and then. So do we think that people were able to accept that episode and be like, wow, because they were already watching the show and they didn't harp on the Black stuff all the time? And I say the black stuff in quotation marks, not that that's what I would call it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And oh, that's an interesting question. Yeah. But, but y'all try to think about, um, you know, what was going on in society around that time, like 91 to about OJ. Right. <laughs> OJ is like his own year. It's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of stuff. And for them to like, you know, get away with still entertaining people and still talking about certain issues and not kind of going too far where it's just like, all right, now they're just, it's, it's too much. I want my kids to watch it now. I want them to ignore what's going on in the world. So I, th- I think they did a good job of that. Yeah, they, yeah, did, they, they did balanced. Go ahead, Robert. Oh, I was going to say, they, they did a lot of good stuff. Like, I mean, I remember they did date rape. Uh, some guy was trying to um, sleep with Laura and she was telling him no. I think Steve came in and saved her or something like that. Um, there were some bullying episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a, they did a lot as far as like big, big, big name issues. You know what I'm saying? So with the thought of the um, getting pulled over episode, I wonder if it was a thing of, because since they usually didn't really talk about those issues on that show specifically, um, I wonder if it was a, everybody else is talking about this. We got to do something. I can't be black and not say nothing. Hmm. That seems likely. I could see where, where they would come up with something like that. Because, you know, Fresh Prince had an episode. A Different World had an episode. Well, of course, A Different World. Um, well, I guess because you guys didn't see, you, aren't, you don't see the shows in real time. Mm-hmm. but if you're growing up and seeing all these shows happening at the same time and they're all addressing these issues and then here's I mean the- we still have TV <laughs> yeah but I mean but you were seven yeah but I mean like now I mean things like that still go on now is what right, I'm saying but you're not seeing all the episodes at the same time right good point 
to know that they were all doing this at the same moment. You see them mm -hmm. now spread out, you know, whenever they get to show, but you see the Fresh Prince episode, the Different World episode, and then now the Family Matters episode, you know, all at the same time showing, hey guys, you know, there's sure. something, all of these shows are, are dealing with this issue right now. Mm -hmm. And right now, this, this was 30 years ago. Yeah, right. Unfortunately. But I think that's good because especially since so many of these shows had a good crossover audience, like white people were watching Fresh Prince, white people were watching Family Matters, you know, so I think like you were saying, like that really helped get that message out to the people that don't actually know what's going on. Right. Yeah. Because you've seen other episodes and you're like, well, this family has things just like my family. <laughs> and it's like, well, except for this. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you don't deal with this one. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. So um, what do you guys think about like the overall impact of that show and its legacy? Well, it definitely gave us an iconic television character that I don't think anybody of any age wouldn't understand who he is. Like, I feel like if you ask anybody who this is, well, I guess anybody of a reasonable age, like don't ask a four-year-old who Steve Urkel is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure you can talk to even like some of these college kids and stuff and they'll know who Steve Urkel is or these high school kids probably. Yeah. I think it's definitely the benchmark of a lot of, um, a lot of uh, sitcoms that came after it. I mean, if it wasn't Steve Urkel, there would not be Sheldon from, you know, Big Bang Theory. You know, they, they was just, Urkel was the character that people wanted to tune in to watch. And I can't really think about shows um, that were, well, that evolved into the character, this one character is a star. Um, like, you know, those other ones, like, I don't know what's happening or, or, right. or those older, where it's like, it's about the cast of the ensemble. Mm -hmm, the ensemble. Yes, like, ah, I just want to watch Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel matters. Right. <laughs> but since then, you've had, you've had other shows where it's like, okay, well, let's focus on, let's focus, let's focus on the big show. It's this show. You know, let's focus on this one character. Let's focus on this one. So um, I think it's definitely a benchmark. And yeah, huge, huge impact for, for just, you know, how television sitcoms are today or what's left of it. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot of legit real um mindless sitcoms <laughs> yeah right now. and yeah. that's why you get a fuller house they're bringing you know the one day at a time yeah. food, the um the um but they do i mean there's some uh, netflix does have some like the family reunion show that i was talking about earlier mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. oh speaking of because I was thinking of Family Reunion, which made me think of Tia Maori and all the shows that she was in. I can't can't forget my favorite '90s cast member. He also had an uh, a part on this show, Bumper Robinson. <laughs> Bumper Robinson, man of a million shows. Oh. <laughs> you know Bumper Ellis? No. What? You know Bumper Robinson. I probably do. Probably don't know. You know Bumper Robinson. <laughs> okay, let me let me let me go way way back. Oh, have you sorry. ever seen Amen? I've seen clips. Okay. My wife has seen Amen. I knew him from Amen. Okay, okay, okay. You do not remember him from Family Matters. Okay, gotcha. Let's go a little closer. You seen Living Single? Yes. Remember Ivan 
that like Queen Latifah, he was yes. a messenger guy. Flavor. Yes, that's him. Oh. <laughs> Bumper <laughs> Robinson. Bumper. And you've seen him everywhere, correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like the go-to. Yes. Like, you he, know you've made what you have on your show. He was one of Eddie's friends. Eddie. Oh, I forgot. How <laughs> he did his biggest role on A Different World. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was on A Different World. So, I was like, there's something in between. I'm like, there's something in between this and Living Single. What was it? <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was A Different World. How did we forget A Different World? <laughs> That's embarrassing. You were, you, you were in A Different World. I mean. Yeah. And <laughs> like our other question. That was bad. That would never be answered. Like, where is Hillman? We will never know where is Judy. We'll never know. She just walked away and she's never coming back, bro. She's never coming back. Apparently. We'll know what happened to Jamie Foxworth. She tried to renegotiate her contract and they're like, oh, we don't need you. (laughs) No one's paying attention to Judy. Okay. All right. (laughs) So they just wrote her off the show and then they wrote, they rewrote it to where she never even existed. Right. It was like they just didn't have three kids anymore. It's like, what? <laughs> they couldn't even like send her off to like live with some family or something or go to <laughs> space camp or something. I don't know. <laughs> yep. No. Then they had to do the familiar sitcom trope of bringing in a younger kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got that 3J. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so yes, Family Matters is cemented into American culture. Not just Black so American, it's American culture. Yeah. This nine seasons. It's like it was one of the longest running non-animated sitcoms with a predominantly predominantly African American cast. Yeah, I think it's like third. Yes. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. only behind the um the Jeffersons in seasons with a, um, because we, I mean, uh, Family Matters had nine, Jeffersons had 11. But, you know, Tyler Perry's House of Pain, he runs weird. So I feel like that show's still on. Like, <laughs> it's been on longer than Supernatural. Like, it, it just keeps right. coming on. So there's 254 episodes of House of Pain. Oh my God. 253 episodes of The Jeffersons. And then 215 of Family Matters. Okay. Well, you know I can't take that much Tyler Perry at once, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know what that means. We have to do <laughs> the Jeffersons at some point because um, the difference between the early episodes of the Jeffersons and then the ones that were in the 80s is wild. Yeah. <laughs> they look mm. crazy, but we have to find some place that shows them all so we can see the difference. Right. True. Uh, you mentioned 3J a few minutes ago, and I just want to bring up a moment that uh, was really funny. First off, it involves one of Urkel's wacky inventions that had a recurring role, the transformation chamber. Yes. He built the transformation chamber so that he had an easier way to turn into Stefan. That was the original purpose of it. Mm-hmm. But occasionally, he would use celebrity DNA to turn himself into a version of that person. Oh. He was Einstein at one point. He was Elvis in another. Oh my gosh. And that really must have been the ninth season. Uh, I think it was in like the seventh or eighth. Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay. 3J was there, so it had to be later on. Uh huh. Um, 
But at one point, these bullies are messing with 3J and Richie. So Steve uses the transformation chamber to turn all three of them into Bruce Lee. Yes. <laughs> and they beat up the bullies in the park. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been. And then Carl. Carl was. was oh, like, they, it, Carl, they, he, that, that was a different episode, but they did. Uh, Carl was oh. Bruce Lee at one point, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the best. Yeah, I just had to. Thank you. Wow, you got me talking about absurdity. There's a the Halloween episode where Steve, we, it, we find out it's a dream at the end, but Steve has a dream that he has a, he buys a puppet that looks like him and it comes to life and it tries to kill him. Yeah, that was scary. For me as a child, that was scary. His name was Stevel. <laughs> there was a sequel to the episode where Carl gets one and his name was Carlsbad. That I gotta watch. That I don't remember. I have to see. I lied to you not. That's in the ninth season. Oh, That's in the ninth season. Okay. Yeah. See. Oh <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah. Oh my. oh my goodness. I wonder. Oh yes, that was definitely around the time. <laughs> that was around the time of Tales from the Hood. <laughs> oh yeah. With the little, with the little. Um, I mean, that's what they call them in the thing. The little nigglets. Oh yeah, that is what they call them. <laughs> So I wonder if that had something to do with that was somebody's inspiration. Who knows? I wonder if that was a Jaleel White special. Right. Could have been, because it was his show. <laughs> oh, I just I just but don't I do understand. One, I do have one question. Yes. Do you think it's possible? I mean, they brought Full House back. Would they? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see a two-part special. Just wrapping everything up. I remember they the real they had like a re they had like a reunion show like yeah. on YouTube not too long ago like they did a, like everybody was being interviewed and stuff and they were talking about it mm -hmm. but I doubt they would ever actually bring those characters back. I would love I would love like just just maybe just a two part you know one hour special. Carl can talk about when he was doing those commercials for um for Collect. <laughs> Remember those collect I don't know why I just remember those. And, and talk about why why Harriet, you know, all of a sudden changed back. Maybe the transformation chamber or something. I don't know. I would love to see that. Jaleel White will jump off a building before he becomes Steve Urkel again. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> you can go ahead and toss that idea out the window. <laughs> oh man. I all right. Well, this was great. Thank you so much for joining us, Ellis. Where would you like for people to find you? Find me on Instagram. That is E Wills Music, E W I L L Z Music. And um, watch my podcast on uh, Facebook Live. That's uh, We Live Virtual Performance and Podcast. Uh, and you can see us doing all sorts of crazy stuff, just trying to be a little distraction for your Saturday satisfaction every Saturday at eight. So, oh yeah, you know, you love it, Rob. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's where you can find me. All right, Robert. Uh, yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm still crucified there, but, um, Twitter kind of ran upon me and took my crucified name away from me. Oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> so uh you can find me on Twitter at chili7. That's C H uh, I L L Y V I I. 
Oh, I need to add you too. After I keep forgetting to do that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're not my friend for real. I forgot you had the new name. I had forgot what it was. I guess I could have. I, I know. I just be like, who? Who is this now? Who talking? Oh, that's Rob. All right. Yeah, it happens. Right. And I'm Jamie at J Squared Horn on Instagram and Twitter. And we are out. Thanks. Peace. You. Yeah. It's a different world.